Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My boyfriend looked up spoilers to our favorite video game, so I did too. My boyfriend and I play Zelda Breath of the Wild together. I may take your time and enjoy the ride kind of girl, while he is a let's look up how to beat this game right now kind of guy. Because his way ruins all the fun, we came up with a rule. No looking up spoilers. We were looking for a particular challenge, the eight heroine side quest for my fellow Zelda nerds, for a very long time. Suddenly, my boyfriend said, I did something bad. I looked up where to go. I'm so sorry. I just couldn't take it anymore. I told him it was fine, but that he could not tell me what he'd seen. He agreed. I then excused myself to the bathroom and looked up the location as well. I then spent the next hour and a half wandering so close to the location without ever making it there. I could see him squirming around in his seat every time I got close. When I jumped off the cliff, the statue was built into, gliding down to the base of the statue and continuing on without turning around to look at it, I thought he was going to explode. He was clenching his hair in both fists and biting his lower lip, trying to contain himself that's when i caved and told him what i'd done he thought it was hilarious and told me about how he wanted more than anything to yell turn around what are you doing we had a good laugh about it he hasn't looked up a spoiler since i mean honestly put yourself in the boyfriend's position right here you would be absolutely fuming knowing that you couldn't say anything because you'd ruin the entire game but think about it your girlfriend is so close so painfully close to finding the thing that you want to find to progress in the game for an hour and a half and you can't do anything about it incredibly petty so good i met my old workplace bully while he was on a date so back in june i left a very toxic workplace of eight years i mainly left due to having a breakdown from being overworked but this one particular person made working there even worse on top of the excessive work this guy was one year younger than me he was a 30 year old man the type of guy that appears to have peaked in secondary school very jock like mentality and childish too he was part of my team of four I was civil with him just because I had to work with him, but he was my workplace bully. Apart from just the general workplace banter, this guy, let's call him Chris, was relentless with his teasing. What would usually be classed as playful always pushed a bullying from him because he never knew when to quit. And if he noticed you were getting stressed or annoyed, he'd use you as a target of his teasing for the rest of the day. He'd be super nice to you when it's just the two of you. But as soon as he has an audience, he picks his victim and will tease them constantly in what he would call playful. And if you ever got annoyed and stood up for yourself, he'd say he's only messing and make out like he's the victim. He's that type of person. There was one specific thing that made me lose absolutely any respect I had for him when I was still working there. 
Some ex-employee wrote a very aggressive and angry review on Glassdoor about the company. Just because this person used a phrase that I use, Chris thought the review was me. As much as I proved that it wasn't me, I didn't even have a Glassdoor account at the time. He was relentless with campaigning around the office that I was the one that wrote it. I also believe he told the boss that I was the one that wrote it once I left, and that's why I didn't get any freelance work from them afterwards. So after I left my workplace, my old team still have a group WhatsApp that I'm a part of, and we still talk almost every other day on it. After I left, the group chat went a bit quiet. I assume they made a new one without me, which is fair but the chat still kept going occasionally. I unfollowed and unfriended Chris on Facebook and Instagram because I just didn't want to be associated with him anymore. In the middle of that group chat, he broadcasts, why did you unfollow and unfriend me on Facebook? Whilst also atting me, he wrote this message at 6.30 a.m. I woke up to this message broadcasted in the group chat and it angered me. So I was honest and said that he's a bully and instead of making a big thing of it, I'd rather just remove him from the equation. I also said that it was immature of him to do this over the group chat and not in private. He didn't say anything. He just left the group chat and blocked me on everything. The group chat pretty much died after that. I was at the time livid. This 30 year old man set fire to the group chat, saw what I said, and then ran off. I thought it must be a blessing in disguise because I finally got to say what I wanted to him, and now I don't have to acknowledge him again. But I was wrong. Skip to three months later, me and my husband walking through town and stopping off at a pub to get some grub. And lo and behold, I see Chris there with a new girl I hadn't seen before. I was feeling extra confident and decided to approach. I went and said, hey, Chris, long time no see with a big grin on my face. Chris looking like a deer in headlights, the perfect kind of red cheeks. I asked him, how are things? You doing well? And he replied in a very normal way, clearly not wanting the conversation to continue and looking awkward as anything in front of his new girl. She asked how we knew each other. I generously waited for Chris to say we used to work together. So I added on to that. Yeah, it's quite funny, really. Chris used to be my workplace bully. He's the reason why I struggled financially after I left my old job because he accused me of writing a hostile review to the company, which I proved I didn't and lost me a lot of freelance work because of it. He was gobsmacked, face redder than the traffic lights. The new girl clearly looking confused and uncomfortable. Neither of them responded. I didn't want it to carry on much longer as it wasn't really fair on her. But just to add salt to the wound, I said, so this is your new girlfriend, Catherine, or is this Georgia? What happened with Sarah since someone said you were still with her last week? By the way, all of these are completely true. He gets around. The girl goes from confused to angry in the blink of an eye and just stares at Chris. I just say, oh, whoops. I really put my foot in my mouth, haven't I? I better go. It was nice seeing you again, Chris. And I walk off. My husband, whilst he felt bad for the girl, which I did too, but to be fair, I might have saved her from inevitably being dumped by him in a few weeks when he gets bored of her, was very proud that I finally got my closure revenge on him. It feels amazing. Like, I feel petty as anything, but it felt good for there to finally be some consequences to this Chris guy being an idiot. Wow, incredible revenge right there. And you know what? It's so good to see a bully in particular get the karma they deserve. A lot of the time, if you are being bullied in school or work or whatever, you kind of just have to deal with it until it ends and you never really have a chance to get any sort of revenge. So for this to happen like this and for you to just say a few sentences and completely ruin this new relationship is fantastic and very much deserved. Don't want to use headphones on the bus because you have kids? I'll sing a children's song. This was a few years ago on a 13-hour Greyhound trip when I was in the middle of a mental breakdown. These people were listening to music loudly and if that wasn't bad enough, it was just awful. It was the kind of rap where the only words you can understand are offensive swear words and they were said frequently. It was driving me nuts, so I tried politely asking them to use headphones. 
They refused because they had kids based on the claim the kids needed to be entertained So I told them to give the kids headphones This led to me getting cussed out which led to a heated argument Another passenger started listening to music loudly just to troll me at this point I tried to get the bus driver to enforce the rule that says headphones are required to listen to music on the bus He threatened to dump me on the side of the road instead I kind of hit my limit at that point and decided to share my misery with the whole bus I said Okay, since we're not enforcing the rules about not being noisy and using headphones, I'll just sing. Now, it should be noted that while I don't have the best voice, I am a trained vocalist from childhood. I can at least avoid sounding like a strangled cat if I want to. I didn't want to. I launched into a very loud, hoarse, and off-key rendition of the song that never ends. It took one sing-through for the troll to put headphones in. It took a couple of loops before the whole bus was screaming at the other passengers to either put in headphones or turn off their music so that I would shut up. We rode the rest of the way in blissful silence. I cost my neighbors over $100,000. My neighbors have nine cars total parked in the streets. They always park two of those cars in front of my house and won't move them the whole week. We have a regulation where I live that you can't leave your car parked for more than 48 hours in the same spot. My neighbors have a pretty big driveway where they can fit four cars, but it's always empty. They've told me they don't like to leave their driveways with cars in because it looks tacky. Over half the cars they have, they don't even use. They just use them to save parking spots for themselves. In 2021, I noticed they were building a second unit in the back of their main house. I noticed they completed it all in under a month. This raised some red flags because it takes anywhere from two to three months with city inspections taking the majority of the time. I submitted a ticket with my city through the app and advised them that there might be some illegal residential building without permits i didn't think of it much until a year later i noticed my neighbors tearing down their second unit last week word got around our block that a city inspector was there making sure everything was being torn down based on what materials and labor they put into the second unit i cost them over a hundred thousand dollars hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when i travel i'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when i'm not at home and one of the things i love to do when i am at home is entertain and airbnb allows me to do that when i was in california recently i rented a house that had a great kitchen and when we were sitting around the table we're all thinking we're in someone else's house someone could be in all of our homes as well if you have a home but you're not always at home you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host neighbors use my property as their own paid for new fence i recently bought a house and i've been having some work done before i move in it was empty on the market for about six to eight months before i bought it one morning i got a call from my contractor asking me about moving the cars in the driveway and of course i had no idea what he was talking about i hadn't moved in yet i left my job site and drove nearly a half hour to get there as soon as i arrived the people on the east side of me were walking towards the cars i asked if they were their cars and they said yes they told me they've been parking there for a few months with permission from the owners i informed them that i was the new owner and they can't park there any longer we went back and forth and with the intention of being a good neighbor and trying to show some goodwill i agreed to allow them to park there for a few more weeks until i move in with the agreement that they would move them by 6 a.m every morning the rest of the week went by without incidents the contractor called me about scheduling a walkthrough on saturday and we set a time for early afternoon when i arrived there were four cars in the driveway and nowhere to park the only on-street parking is two blocks away i called them and asked them to move their vehicles reminding them of our agreement after 20 minutes they finally came out and moved them 
Speaking with them, they claimed to have misunderstood and thought our agreement only referred to weekdays and not weekends. I corrected them and moved on. Sunday morning, I grabbed a trailer and loaded some furniture to take over and store in the garage. Once again, there were cars in the driveway. I called them and got voicemail. I texted and said they had until a tow truck could arrive to get them moved. No answer. I called a tow company. 45 minutes later, two tow trucks showed up, backed in and hooked up to the cars. All of a sudden, the neighbors were home. They ran out to stop their cars from being towed and ended up costing them a little over $300 to get them unhooked. I called my contractor and asked if he knew someone who could put in a driveway gate, and he did. I let the neighbors know that they could no longer use my driveway. On Wednesday, I get a call from the gate installer telling me that there are cars in the driveway. I called them and said tow trucks are on the way. They moved. The gate was installed, and I went by to pick up the opener that evening. The neighbor husband came out to confront me and I opted to just call the PD and deal with it legally. That Saturday, I went by to accept an outdoor furniture delivery and check on things when I noticed a towel beside the pool and a small kid's flotation device. My initial thought was that I just hadn't noticed it before, so I wrote it off and threw them both in the trash. On Saturday, the movers arrived with everything and we began moving things in. About 7 p.m., my daughter and I left to go and grab some dinner, arriving back at the house at around 9.30. The neighbors were in my pool. They were hanging out and using my furniture. When I opened the door and began raising hell, they told the kids to go to the house and the children ran to a corner of our fence and just walked through. They'd cut out the privacy fence so it could be removed and had been using the pool at their leisure for who knows how long. Again, I called the police and filed a complaint. The dad was arrested for trespassing, DPP, and an outstanding warrant, and the oldest boy, a 20-year-old, for an outstanding warrant too. I replaced the fence with a new one because they destroyed the posts, runners, and pickets by removing and reinstalling the panel. Small claims awarded me the total cost of 83 by 8 privacy fence, which came out to $3,800. The following Monday morning at around 5 a.m., their cars were parked in the streets where there's no street parking, so I made a phone call. They were gone when I left at 7 a.m. I haven't been paid yet, but I did notice a full rent sign in their yard this morning, so that's just as good. Good riddance. I mean, that is just ridiculous. And the worst part about it is that these guys have history of doing this stuff in the first place. What are they doing? Surely you learn at some point that you can't just use people's stuff for free and just trespass onto people's property and just use their pool. How stupid do you have to be? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of a good pool. And if I could, I'd get in one every day, but not on someone else's property without their permission. That is just strange. At first, I literally thought they were just being inconsiderate and they had just misunderstood what you were saying about parking on their land. And it was all a misunderstanding. But no, clearly they're going in your pool every day and having a jolly up. Uh, yeah, that is too far. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.